Welcome to the Dynasty Freaks podcast with your host, Justin Christopher. For free rankings, player values, waiver wire tips, and trade advice, follow him online at dynastyfreaks.com or email dynastyfreaks at gmail.com. Hello and greetings from Austin, Texas. Welcome all of you Dynasty Freaks. Admit it, it's okay. You're addicted to Dynasty and I am too. My name is Justin Christopher and I'm a Dynasty Freak. I love the NFL. I watch every game every week. I love drafting, scouting, trading, and managing all of my teams 365 days a year and so do you. So let's talk some Dynasty. Uh, Today's our weekly waiver wire uh, show and so we'll give you some ideas on some players that you could pick up on the waiver wire this week. It's going to be a short one this week because honestly I think this is the worst uh, waiver wire week that I've seen in quite some time. And so I'm not going to have a few many guys to suggest. I was kind of tearing through all of my lineups and my leagues and noticed that there was very few players that I was willing to even make a pick pick up on. Um, so that's the case. So we got to be honest about that. Uh, before we jump into it, I do want to remind you that I play in 10 and 12 team leagues with 27 to 30 players rostered, true dynasty leagues. That means that 300 to 324 players are already on rosters in my my leagues. So there's not a lot of pickings out there, particularly uh, this week. But I'll run through a few, just some things to suggest. And what I thought I might do at the end of the podcast is just give you uh, what I was consider to be the top five waiver wire pickups this year. So what have been the best ones this year for your dynasty teams? Let's get started. Uh, we'll start with quarterbacks. Just a word to say that it's uh, super hard to find, of course, dynasty quarterbacks. You're not picking them up off the waiver wire very often. They're usually rostered on most teams, but... I've been suggesting Chad Kelly as someone that you might want to kind of hold on your roster, particularly if you had, you know, a spot where you could stash him without hurting your team too much, thinking that he might end up uh, having the opportunity to beat out Case Keenum. But just today, there came down some uh, some news of his likely arrest and some other things that are happening legally for him. So uh, the one league where I do have him, I think I'm probably going to hold him for a week or so just to see uh, what happens in the legal realm of, and, and what the allegations actually are against him. And find out what the Broncos do about it. But if you don't feel like doing that and want to drop him, feel free to do that. Other than that, there's not many quarterbacks out there. Not many running backs either. Uh, If you listened last week or read the article last week, uh, last week I mentioned um, Rasheem Mostert um, and Mike Boone as the players. I looked through all of my leagues, and Mike Boone is still available in many leagues. I still like his potential if Cook continues to be injured to to have himself an opportunity uh, to do something there on that team and maybe even move up into uh, the second spot in the roster um, behind Murray, you know, while while Cook is hurt and maybe even surpass Murray when Cook comes back. So time time will tell on that one. Um, but I do really like uh, um, Mostert for this sheet, this uh, next week in particular. They're playing Arizona, the worst uh, run defense for fantasy, uh, points against for fantasy running backs. And so there's a great chance for him to have a great day. Um, but I don't really see it as a long-term play. The two guys I would suggest for this week that I didn't talk about last week, one would be Doug Martin. Um, honestly, last week when I heard about Lynch's injury knocking him out for four to six weeks when they first reported, that was the severity of it. Um, I looked for Martin in all of my leagues, and I picked him up in several leagues where I had uh, where he was open. So I would kind of beat beat everyone to it. Uh, last Friday I did that, um, and then it comes out, you know, the next day that he's actually been moved to IR. And so I know everyone's going to be clamoring for for Martin just for a potential. Uh, running back that you could fill in uh, some this year and somewhat of a dynasty play um, in the sense that he uh, has had great years before, albeit what feels like a super long time ago. Um, And Gruden's already saying that he's going to get the most of the touches. So 
he's definitely worth trying to grab, um, both for the short term and long term. The running back I really would love to have in Oakland is Chris Warren. I mentioned that before, but I really wish that I had him on more of my teams. If you have an IR spot, he's on the IR. So if you have an IR spot, you could go pick him up um, and stash him on your IR if you need to. Um, I feel like uh, they've amassed so many draft picks with all the trades that Oakland's made. It's it's very likely that they're going to pick up a running back in the draft. So none of these are probably real long-term plays. Second guy that I also think isn't uh, definitely isn't a, a long-term play would be Kenyon Barber from New England. Uh, he's just getting the opportunity based on uh, Sony Michelle's injury. So you might give that one a try, but I would actually be more hopeful for um, someone like Mike Gillisley. I think that they might look to the free agency uh, to try to fill in a back until Michelle is back to feeling well. And Gillisley already knows the playbook from his years there, so it's very possible if you really want to take a, a deep dive to go for Gillisley. Uh, second uh, thing, oh, we'll move on now to wide receivers. Uh, last week I listed Jermaine Curse and Cole Beasley as the only two receivers worth picking up. Uh, Curse certainly was a dud this last week, uh, not even uh, getting a single catch after having uh, eight catches the previous week. Um, I think that was largely because of the injuries that they moved him out to the, the wideout instead of the slot receiver. And hopefully they're going to see the error of their ways. Uh, I hope so because I put a good bit of fab uh, money down on Curse and believe that he can uh, really turn it around this year. Um, like he did kind of at the end of last year and helping a lot of teams. Um, and Beasley was more like his regular Beasley, Beasley this last week. You know, good catches and some yards, but not not the touchdowns that he had the previous week before. As for guys I'd suggest this week, uh, first would be uh, Damian Ratley uh, from Cleveland. Last week I started hearing on a number of the podcasts that I listened to, a lot of people were talking him up and um, did a little bit more research, went back and watched every catch that he made the previous week of uh, Two weeks ago, he had six catches for 82 yards, and it really looked like there was some uh, connection that he was having with um, with Baker Mayfield. And uh, he does the one thing that Antonio Callaway, the one that we're all hoping for, you know, kind of a dynasty crowd is hoping for, for him to, to win that job. But he does the one thing that Callaway can't do, and that's uh, catch the ball. <laughs> kind of kind of important uh, for a receiver role, right? Um, he had, even this last week, he only got targeted three times, but he caught all three of his catches, which is way more than you can say for Callaway. He's dropped more passes, uh, than, than he has caught, it seems. And so I, I looked at this uh, last Friday when I started hearing about it and I picked him up in all but one of my leagues just to kind of test it out. I want to kind of watch and see if while Higgins is hurt and while Callaway is struggling with the drops, Maybe Ratley uh, can really be the one that can come in in there and steal this job. It's great from a dynasty perspective in the sense that he's a rookie. Um, I want to hang on and wait, you know, four, five, six weeks. Uh, he would definitely be on the bottom of my roster, one of the guys I'd be most willing to drop. But I'm not going to drop him this week for any of the guys that I'm saying that are out there. Um, and likely he's not even picked up in your leagues. I, I was the first to do it that I know of in the, in the leagues that I picked him up in last week. Second wide receiver I'll mention would be Cam Meredith from New Orleans. Uh, Traquan Smith has definitely passed him by on the depth chart, um, but still, I think Cam could be you know a guy that you might be able to start during some of these weeks when there's six you know teams on a bye. Uh, he's still going to get thrown to and, and get some opportunities, but all of us who have Traquan Smith are excited that Smith definitely passed him by last week um, in the snap count um, as well as targets and everything else. So um, I don't really believe in it, <laughs> honestly. I've dropped Cam Meredith from uh, from my teams, a few of my teams already. But I did put a bid in for him today um, because I feel like he's better than uh, some of the guys at the very end of my roster. 
tight ends, I don't really have any to list this week. I don't feel like I feel like each week because of all the injuries I've been mentioning several tight ends worth picking up. Uh, last week I did list uh, Chris Herndon, and that team tended to work out pretty good. He had a had a great day with another touchdown catch, really almost two, but one got called back upon review. Uh, but he looked great. And then I also mentioned Jeff Hireman for Denver. Not feeling that's really a long-term play, um, but he's looked decent if you're just kind of in the, if you've been hit by the injury bug at tight end. So those were guys I mentioned last week. Um, they could still be out there. I didn't see Herndon. Herndon was picked up in every single one of my leagues last week. And some people put a, put a good bit of uh, fab money on it too. I know I got outbid on trying to grab him in one of my leagues. Um, I think Hireman though is out there still in several leagues if you're wanting to do that. So, like I said, not many players worth picking up <laughs> this week. I will just kind of run down. I look back kind of at all the, the leagues that I'm in and the top players that I feel like were picked up off the waiver wire from a dynasty perspective. Not too many, really. Uh, there's really not too many this year that have really come out to be stars uh, that you'll have on your dynasty rosters for a long time. But I did come up with the top five. Uh, number five, we'll count them backwards. Number five, I said uh, Vance McDonald. Uh, he was definitely added and dropped a lot in the offseason and during the preseason when roster cuts were made. A lot of people dropped him, but he's the number 14 tight end. Uh, he's up and down, you know, whether he or Jesse James get the catches and the yards, but he's definitely the most athletic of those um, of those tight ends in Pittsburgh. And he's the number 14 tight end on the year so far. So uh, for someone you pick up off the, the waiver wire, that's a pretty good one. And I think it's a long-term dynasty aspect too, that he can be on the team uh, for quite a while. Uh, fourth one that I would list would be our Marquez Valdez Scantling <laughs> for Green Bay. He's definitely got made the most of his opportunity while Allison and um, Cobb have been hurt. And not only that, it just feels like there's a, a good rapport that he that he has with Aaron Rodgers. And I wouldn't be too surprised if if he keeps getting a lot of playing time, even when Cobb and Allison get back. So those of you who picked him up off the wire, I know you're really happy. Uh, anytime you've got someone that you think could be playing with Aaron Rodgers for a long time. Uh, that's one that you look back and consider yourselves pretty smart if you picked him up. Third on the list, I'd have uh, Ido Smith. I think he's just been a great pickup. You know, he's uh, I've been on multiple times written and uh, spoke about how I'm really down on Freeman and feel like he's just about to kind of fade off. Definitely on the IR this year. Maybe he'll come back next year, but we know Cole's on uh, Coleman's on a, his last year of his contract, so he'll probably leave. And whether Ido is the second fiddle to Freeman next year or if he actually beats him out. I think that's a real possibility. Um, he's looked great, and I know everyone who picked him up uh, was was thrilled to see how he's done so far this year. I look at it more from a dynasty perspective that, that a year from now is really when you might be glad that you picked up Edo Smith. Number two, uh, best waiver wire pickup so far this year at the midway point through our fantasy seasons would be uh, Tyler Boyd. Man, he's just been incredible. He's the number 16 receiver on on the year, and he's young. He's going to be part of that offense uh, for a long time, and I just feel like it was a great, great ad. Uh, I know there were a few of my leagues where people actually held him the whole time. I know we did a redraft, uh, I mean, a, a startup draft, and I drafted him in our startup draft, just hoping that this would be the year that something happened with him, and uh, he's been fantastic. I feel like that uh, new kind of slot role that he's been playing is just getting him open all the time, and he is targeted like crazy. So he'll never be the number one there. I don't think that he can beat out um, uh, A.J. Green, and it looks like he's definitely beat out Ross. Ross still can't even manage to stay on the field. So Boyd was great. If you picked him up, I know you're starting him every single week. And the number one um, waiver wire pickup this year, I would say, would be Philip Lindsay. 
And for our Dynasty teams, this is great that he's uh, just looks so much more explosive and better than Royce Freeman, the one that everyone was hoping for to go take that job. But he's he's just been electric, and he's number 14 running back um, on the season. Isn't that crazy when you get someone off the waiver wire in a Dynasty League nonetheless? I mean, that would happen all the time in a redraft league, but in a Dynasty League, to have an undrafted free agent, and then you pick him up on your waiver wire uh, during the offseason or, or you really right after that first week of the NFL and then have him be your number 14 running back on the season this year would be pretty fun if you were the guy that did that. I know I don't have him anywhere, so I'm sad about it. Anyway, I hope talking about those five guys, those of you who picked them up, makes you feel pretty confident in the moves that you made, particularly on this week where it's really bad <laughs> on the waiver wire. So play smart. Don't do anything crazy. But if you like some of those guys and they can help your team, go ahead and grab them. That's going to be it for this week. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Make it a two-way conversation anytime by contacting me at DynastyFreaks.com. Until next time, go out there and get freaky. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Freaks podcast with your host, Justin Christopher. We welcome your thoughts and advice. Let us know what you'd like to hear on the podcast or see on the website to help you dominate your league. Justin prides himself in responding to every email, so hit him up anytime at dynastyfreaks at gmail.com and follow him on Twitter at LonghornJustin. Justin.